You're the God of wonders. Praise the Lord. What does a woman who's worth far more than rubies look like? From Proverbs 31.10, we have a description of a virtuous woman. To continue our study, here is Reverend Stephen with part two. God will give you the grace. God will supply everything that you need to be that successful woman that God has called you to be. And then we see verse 17, she sets about her work vigorously, her arms are strong for her task. So she's not a lazy woman. It's very clear over here. She's not a lazy woman. She's a hard-working woman. Her arms are very strong for her task. And then verse 18 says, she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. That means she's not a woman who says, okay, i got to get my eight hours sleep. I'm going to go to sleep right away and I'm not going to stay up to finish what I have to do. She's a woman who really works hard. This is a hard-working woman that we see in the Bible. That's why her worth is far more than rubies. God says over here, look this woman. God has put this woman specifically in the Bible to be a model for all of us. And after that, what she does is, she doesn't say, I worked hard, I did so much, and I'm not going to do any more. And she doesn't say, okay, I'm going to save everything, I'm not going to give to the poor, I'm not going to give at all. This is my hard-earned money, she doesn't say that. Verse 20, she says, she opens her arms to the poor, extends her hand to the needy. So verse 21, when it is snow, she has no fear for her household. You know why? Already she's provided for them. That's what verse 21 says. For all of them are clothed in scarlet. Does it say it's because of the father? Does it say it's because of the grandparents? Does it say it's because of the servants? No. So verse 22 says, she makes a covering for her bed. She's clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate. Now, she's not a woman who says, okay, I'm doing everything for everybody, so I'm going to be shabby. I have no time. I'm going to be shabby. No. Even with that, God gives her the grace. Over here, when you work more, you get more. God gives you the grace. So, 23 says her husband is respected. We're going to go through this, and we're going to take a couple of verses that the Spirit of the Lord is highlighting tonight, and we're going to close in a few minutes. So, verse 22 says, we just read that, that she makes covering for her bed. She's clothed in fine linen and purple. 23, her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes a seat among the elders of the land. Now, somebody can read this and say, ah, this woman has to do everything. And then, after that, her husband is the one, look, he doesn't have to do anything. He has to just go and sit and everybody respects him. What is this? This is not just. This is not just. He has to be the one who gets all the respect, and I have to be the one who is working. Let's see what God's word says after that. Uh, uh, the right spirit behind a wife should be her, her pride, her honor, everything should come, should derive from her husband. That is the right attitude. We should know, like, oh, when my husband looks good, I look good too. When my husband is happy, when my husband is promoted, I get a portion of that too. Because when you get married, you both become one. It's no longer two. It's no longer a wife. She's doing her own thing. Because I see that in many families where the wife runs totally a different course, husband runs totally a different course, and she's into her own ambition, he's into his own ambition. Now, that is not the marriage that God wants us to have. So we have to run together. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about how I am with my husband, how I treat my husband, how I give to my husband, 
how I give to my children, what I do for my family, that is going to completely reflect on the husband. So let's see verse 24. She makes linen garments and sells them. Now 23 is because of her. Because of this woman, her husband is respected at the city gate. Now do you think that nobody is noticing the wife? You think everybody's only noticing the husband? No. No, that's why there's a saying, very common saying, that behind a successful man is always a successful woman, a successful wife. So this wife, because of her success and what she is doing, she's actually making her husband to be successful. So it's not like she's not saying, okay, what are you doing for me? You do. You do what you have to do. You do 50. Not like these days where they say, if you do 50, I'll do 50. If you don't do this, I'm not going to do this. You know what happens? The whole house comes down. whole house comes down. So we have to pray and ask, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Help me, Lord, to be like this woman. If this woman can do so much, I can do a lot more. We can do a lot more. So God, may God help us. May God truly help us to see what we need to do, what we are doing, what we are not doing, what we need to do more in our lives to become that woman who is worth far more than rubies. So verse 24, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She's clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Now I love this. I love verse 25, you know. She's a hardworking woman and because she has everything prepared and she relies on the Lord, this is a godly woman. She relies on the Lord for everything, and she's able to accomplish all those things. She's a woman, she's not getting scared. Oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when this happens? Or what's going to happen if my husband loses a job? Or what's going to happen when this is not going to work the way I think? That's not what she's doing here. She can laugh at the days to come. So whether it's going to be good days or bad days, She's a woman who is well prepared. Now, this is not talking about, okay, she's accumulated lots of money, lots and lots of money. That's why she can laugh. No. She's a wise woman. She has a family intact. She has her children intact. She has everything where it needs to be. Primarily, she has her God in her life. So, with God, the Bible says we can do valiantly. We are more than conquerors because of Jesus Christ. So with Jesus, we can do a lot in our life. We can fulfill the calling of God. If we really look at ourselves as women, and our calling of God in our lives as women, may God help us. May God help us really to see that. To see that a lot of times women, especially these days, they put that aside and they run for other things. May we see this as a primary calling and then do the next things like this woman says, like this woman does. She takes care of her husband, takes care of her house, takes care of her children, and does business and goes out, purchases this, and then makes clothing for her house. She's dressed well. She does all those things. You know what? You're going to see at the bottom of the verse of this chapter what the family talks about her. Never says, you never see her complaining and grumbling throughout this chapter. Oh, nobody's helping me. I'm the only one doing it. Or... How come, how come he is not doing this? How come she is not doing that? Somebody can say, oh, this is olden day period. They could have had 
joint family. They could have had um, uncles and aunts to help. They would have had plenty of servants. No matter what it is, if you look at the list and the things that she did, you will know specifically this woman was in charge of these things. She did those things. It's not like, okay, she was just sitting and ordering other people to do. She has done. It says, she makes coverings for her bed. And then she is clothed with fine linen. And she says that she opens her arms to the poor. And she extends her hands to the needy. And she sees that her trading is profitable. And she sets out her hand vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. This is all talking about her. She considers the field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants them. And we just really need to be honest with ourselves and say before the Lord, Lord, if I have failed, we know, we know, nobody needs to evaluate our lives. We are talking if I have failed as a woman, as a wife in my life, may God help me. May I look at my heart and say, Lord, take away laziness from my heart. Take away gossip from my heart. Take away, Lord, let's see verse 27. Let's see verse 27, 26. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. 27, she watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. So verse 26, if we carefully look at it, this is not a woman who just picks up the phone and talks to everybody in the world. And then, because of that, she doesn't have time, so she cannot cook a food, she orders food from the restaurant. This is not a woman who has a sharp tongue who tears her husband with her tongue. This is not a woman who has a sharp tongue fights with her in-laws. This is not a woman who has a sharp tongue, a very bitter tongue who is tearing things down. This is a woman, even the instruction has faithfulness in her tongue. Like she really takes care to see the welfare of the children, welfare of the husband, welfare of the family. And when she speaks, she speaks wisdom. So when, when wisdom is spoken, what's going to happen? That's going to help people. That's not going to tear people down. That's going to help people. So may God help each one of you to ask the Lord, Lord, give me wisdom when I speak. We all need wisdom. A lot of times, a lot of us have said words that we think, oh, I wish I could, have not, I could, I could take that back. I wish I'd never said that. I wish I told these things, but in a different tone. I wish I spoke these things in a more loving way. May God help us. May God help us to see what we need to do. And may the Lord give us the wisdom we need. God gives wisdom to those who ask Him. It doesn't come spontaneously. Wisdom is not going to come because we read books, but we read a lot of you know, books on marriage and a lot of books on... Um, on how to communicate, the wisdom comes from the Almighty God. So if we have proper relationship with the Almighty God, His love will flow through us. That's what we actually see in Proverbs 31. The love of the Almighty God was flowing through the woman. The care, the concern, the compassion, the wisdom was flowing through her. That's why she's far more than rubies. Her price is far more than rubies. That, that means she's not any ordinary woman. She is one in a million. We want that, right? Don't we? Each one of us wants to be one in a million. We want our husbands to say, you are one in a million. If that is the case, then we have to be one in a million. We have to prove ourselves to be one in a million by the grace of God to everything that God has called us to be. So, verse 29, verse 27 says, She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. So this talks about a woman who does not say, okay, I'm not going to be involved in any hard work. I'm just going to do the minimum and I'm going to eat. She says she, is, she does not eat the bread of idleness. That means she does not sit without working and she's not 
woman who would just eat without working. So she's a hard-working woman. Bible says, right, in, in the New Testament, that if a man doesn't work, let him not eat. So that talks about hard work. We have to work hard. So we cannot say, I want my life to be easy, and I want everything to come to me, you know, on a plate, silver platter. That can happen. But you know what? We cannot be that one in a million woman. If we want to be that, if you want to be what God has called you to be, God has called you to be a woman of great worth and value. God, has, God wants you to be, the calling of God on each one of your lives is to be a one in a million woman, not to be any ordinary woman. So when our lives revolve around others, our family, our husband, our children, it's not about me. It's not about my comfort. It's not about what I feel. It's not about my dream. It's not about what I want. It's what about what God wants. It's about what my husband wants. It's, it's about what my children want. Am I willing to sacrifice? And we do trust that the Lord has spoken to your heart. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that the Word of God would touch every woman and girl that's listening, that you would enable them to be like that virtuous woman of Proverbs 31, who is well-pleasing to you. Father, we pray also for men and boys who are listening, that they would draw the principles of working hard for the Lord, and with joy, completing and fulfilling all that you've called them to do as well. That marriages which will speak of your glory will abound throughout the earth. In Jesus' name we thank you, O Father, for your precious word. Amen. You may write us, contact at lbethelinternationalministries.org or via regular mail, Elbethel International Ministries, PO Box 966, Goshen, New York, 10924, USA. Visit us on the web at www.elbethelinternationalministries.org. Until next time, may God richly bless you.